It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the FT Money Show from Investors Chronicle and FT Money. Hello and welcome to the FT Money Show for March the 28th. This week we're looking at something close to home, the UK property market. We'll be looking at the outlook for markets and there's good news and bad news on equity ices. I'm Charlene Goff, Deputy Editor of FT Money, standing in for Matthew Vincent who is off enjoying himself in sunny Scotland. And this week I'll be giving you the lowdown on money matters in downloadable form with the help of my colleagues from FT Money, Elaine Moore. Hello. And Ellen Kelleher. Hi. So let's start with money news. This week has seen a continuation of the mortgage story that's been rumbling away in the markets. Even more lenders have been withdrawing deals, um, putting up rates for borrowers, making it harder and harder for people to buy their own homes and switch to a new cheap mortgage deal. So Elaine, what have been the big changes this week? Well, this week we've seen mortgage increases from Nationwide Intelligent Finance and Chelsea Building Society. These are some of the largest lenders in the UK. So this means that for anybody who's remortgaging their property or looking to buy a property and get a mortgage on it, they've seen higher rates and there's also been a constriction on the lending criteria, which means it's even harder to get hold of a mortgage now. And I think some of the rates now are um, hitting 6%. I think a couple of nationwide rates are even 7%. So it's looking really, really expensive. There don't seem to be any cheap rates really left for borrowers in the UK. What do you think are the repercussions of this for the UK housing market? Well, the really interesting thing that estate agents have been saying and that mortgage lenders have been saying is that people still want to buy property. They still want to make this investment in property. They're going and talking to the advisors to see what they can get. And what we've heard reports of this week is that perhaps they're taking their money abroad. They're looking to France or to Spain or to Italy or Greece, these traditional foreign overseas mortgage uh, property investment areas, and are looking to take out overseas mortgages. Which are probably easier to get at the moment. Well, they are. It's never particularly easy to buy a mortgage overseas. You do need to be very careful. You need to make sure that you've got the right advice. But what's quite interesting is that the mortgage markets overseas haven't been hit in the same way that the UK and the US 
markets have been. So that means mortgage rates have remained quite stable in places like France. And at the same time, property values are growing, maybe not enormously, but they are going up. The one exception at the moment is Spain, which has seen a property price crash as a result of oversupply and credit tightening. But there are even areas within that country you can still get hold of a bargain. So to find out more about this subject, I spoke to Melanie Bien of Savills Private Finance. Melanie, what's been happening with the mortgage market in the UK just this week? Well, it's a continuation of of what we've seen in the past few weeks. Um, Lenders have basically just uh, been increasing their rates. Both fixers and trackers have been edging upwards. Uh, We saw Nationwide, um, Cheltenham and Gloucester move yesterday and Intelligent Finance earlier this week. And really, they're finding it very difficult to get hold of funding, which they will then in turn lend to us. And so the cost of it is going up quite considerably. And they've also got issues with service levels. So a lot of them are just pulling out of the market a little and uh, you know, wanting to service um, existing clients rather than you know, taking on more business than they can really deal with competently. But it seems like UK investors are still really interested in property. Have they been looking anywhere else? Well, the UK uh, buy-to-let market, for example, has slowed quite a, quite a lot. And it, it, it's more expensive to buy in this country. So a lot of people are still looking overseas. And there is, a, there is a feeling, certainly among our clients, that the credit crisis hasn't had the same sort of impact in, um, in, in Western Europe, for example. And, um, and, and also, while it has in the US, that there are buying opportunities available there as well. So we've got, we're having the same sort of level of inquiries for uh, overseas business as we were this time last year. So there hasn't been a, a measurable slowdown as there has been in other parts of the UK market. And if you were interested in buying a second home abroad rather than in the UK, could you expect similar levels of growth in your property? Well, indeed, in, in this country, um, we saw nationwide house price figures released today showing an, an, another fall. Uh, but overseas, it's, it's that isn't really happening. You know, prices aren't falling yet. And certainly in some places of, you know, very popular parts of France and indeed Spain, the, the, the expectation is that indeed prices are going to continue rising. So I think people who are taking a sort of very hard-headed investment view will think, well, I can make more profit overseas than I can in the UK. And also mortgage costs, well, you know, borrowing against the euro has risen it hasn't at the same rate as it has in the uk so uh it's it's easier to fund that was melanie bien at savills private finance speaking to elaine moore at ft money and you can read elaine's article about property in this weekend's ft money on the 29th and 30th of march you can also send in your questions on this or any other topic by emailing us at ask.ftyourmoney at ft.com. Still to come in the programme, good news and bad news on equity ices. But first, an update on markets. Now, last week, the collapse of US investment bank Bear Stearns caused extreme volatility in the markets. The UK was hit, the US was hit... But now things have recovered slightly and fund managers and analysts are starting to say there might be buying opportunities now in some of these markets. Ellen, you've been looking into the US. Are there opportunities emerging there for private investors? Well, Charlene, I think the key here is that you have to be a real contrarian to want to go stateside and put money into the U.S. market right now. But U.S. equity fund managers working in London think that there are 
is value to be found, particularly in the large cap market, where uh, valuation multiples between the best and the worst stocks in that area are quite tight, which means that quality stocks are relatively cheap by comparison. Uh, which is great for private investors. And are there any particular areas or sectors that they could be looking at? Well, uh, I spoke to Mark Donovan, who is the manager of Colin Stewart's U.S. Equity Focus Fund, and he suggests that you should, uh, if you are interested in going into the U.S. market, you should look at the technology, healthcare, and consumer goods sectors in particular. Uh, and he's picked up, you know, a number of holdings uh, recently, uh, and those in, on his list include Lowe's, ExxonMobil, Honeywell, Johnson and Johnson, Lockheed Martin, Merrill Lynch. I mean, the big blue chip firms he thinks are are starting to offer more value. And there are also a number of funds that are listed in the UK that would offer exposure to these kind of assets, but on a more diversified basis. Yes, definitely. I mean, their short-term performance is not particularly strong, but over a three-year period, there are, you know, three or four U.S. equity funds that have produced returns of over 20%. And advisors suggest that, you know, three of the best ones are Neptune's U.S. Opportunities Fund, M&G's American Fund, and Martin Curry's North American Fund. And for investors closer to home, things have also been looking quite interesting. Yes, indeed. Uh, Today we spoke to Christopher Brown-Humes, who's the FT's markets editor, to find out a bit more about the U.K. market Chris, what were the markets like this week? Well, they were a lot calmer than they were last week, but it's not every week that you have a week like last week when uh, a big Wall Street investment bank, Bear Stearns, had to be rescued. You had the big Fed uh, rate cut. You also had the drama last week of, uh, of HBOS's shares sinking 70%. So last week was a really dramatic week. Um, it's hardly surprising that things have been calmer this week. Uh, actually, uh, the FTSE has, uh, has risen this week. It's up 200 points. Uh, and generally, there's a sort of... A calmer calmer atmosphere because people can't quite decide whether we're through the worst of this uh, and that Bear, for example, may may mark a a turning point or whether we're still actually in the eye of the storm. So there's a sort of pause pause feel about the market. So, Chris, if you were a private investor, where would you see value now in the UK specifically? It's very difficult uh, to make any sort of sweeping judgments at the moment. I mean, what we've seen this week is... uh, the banks have clearly been really hit badly. The house builders have really been hit badly. Uh, the banks have come back this week. Uh, house builders, I mean, the interesting thing about house builders is that certainly when you see a hedge fund, as you've seen uh, with Tosca buying into Red Row, you know, there is clearly a sense that we are starting to see valuations in some parts of the market fall to such levels that they may present value. I think that the reason that financial stocks have uh, uh, advanced this week is because there is a feeling out there that the Fed and the central banks in general are going to do whatever it takes uh, to ensure that uh, markets remain uh, that markets remain liquid uh, and and uh, that banks start lending to each other again. So there's a feeling that that's been quite a, an important feeling. I don't think people are yet saying, you know, now is the time to go buy in, in to buy banks because I think there's two bigger feelings still. And we even yesterday, for example, we saw was certain nervousness around Lehman Brothers again because uh, uh, its shares fell sharply at one point. So there's still a lot of nervousness about banks and there's still a feeling that we don't know the extent of the write-downs they're going to have to make. We don't know how badly their businesses are going to be hit going forward by uh, slowing down of merger and acquisition activity, for example. So I think it's very premature to say, actually, now's the time to buy banks. 
That was Christopher Brown-Humes, FT Markets Editor, talking to Ellen Kelleher of FT Money. And for more on markets, see this weekend's FT on sale from Saturday, March the 29th. And finally today, good news, bad news on equity ICES. There's only a week left to go uh, until the end of the tax year, and this is traditionally the time investors are rushing to fill their annual allowances for individual savings accounts. Um, Elaine, what's the good news for investors looking to do that next week? This week there's a really nice deal from Legal & General which is offering £110 rebate for anybody who invests in their stocks and shares ICES via one of the cashback websites like quidco.com or cashbackkings.com. Yeah, that all sounds great. Is there a catch? Well, it's really good for those who are investing the lower amounts. If you put in just £500 lump sum, you'd get a 22% rebate on that. The only catch is the cashback sites don't guarantee their rebates. So that means some people might not end up getting their £110. And some of the cashback sites do also have charges. So quidco.com deducts the first £5 of the cashback that you earn every year. So worth being a bit careful with those kind of deals. Um, And Ellen, what's the bad news on equity ICES? Well, Charlene, the bad news is somewhat predictable, and it's that investors aren't very interested in buying equity ICES at the moment. They're much more interested in putting their money into cash ICES, Mm -hmm. which is, of course, expected given the downturn in the markets and the volatility is not expected to uh, improve in the coming months. And I think uh, people are voting with their feet and not putting money into equity ISIS. But then on the flip side, for those who are interested in cash, and that's pretty much all of us, there are some really good deals out there from the providers. Yeah, according to Steve Lodge's news analysis piece in FT Money this week, you can receive a, a rate of 6% or more on a cash ISA. So you might want to take advantage of that before April the 5th. So for details on those ISA rates and lots more information um, to organise yourself before the end of the tax year, you can read Steve Lodge's piece in FT Money on Saturday, March the 29th. And that's all for this week's FTE Money Show. Do remember that you can email your views and your questions to ask.fteyourmoney at ft.com. And we'll be back next week with another financial lowdown in downloadable form. But until then, it's goodbye from me, Charlene Goff, and it's goodbye from Ellen and Elaine. Goodbye. Goodbye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.